When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayland, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa. Today kicks off one of the busiest weeks of the year, but also one of the most celebratory. This week, many are finishing last-minute shopping or gift wrapping, baking cookies and other special dishes, and traveling to see family and friends. It truly is a beautiful time of year. I'm actually driving out of state to see my family later this week, and I'm so excited to spend some quality time with the people I love. For today's show, our staff is sharing some of their favorite holiday traditions, handmade decor, quilty gifts, and more. To start, let's all share our favorite handmade decor to display. My favorite decor I've made is a set of stockings that are pieced with Christmas theme two and a half inch squares. I'm just so proud of them. I love making quilts, uh, but 3D objects like bags and pillows are not my forte. Uh, but I spent a lot of time on the stockings and they turned out so great. My family is from Milwaukee, which is rooted in a lot of German tradition and culture. So growing up, we celebrated St. Nicholas Day on December 6th. And on the night of the 5th, St. Nick comes to leave a small treat in your stocking. Now that I have a house of my own, it's such a fun tradition to carry on. And these stockings are a nice reminder of my childhood. My favorite handmade decor that someone has made me is a set of wooden Christmas figurines. My neighbor growing up was a woodworker, and I would sit and watch him in his workshop after school. And although he never let me touch any of his tools, uh, he did let me do some painting. So he made me a Santa Claus, a Mrs. Claus, a snowman, and a tree, a Christmas tree, a little figurine. And then he drew outlines on the shapes for me to paint inside the lines. I'm still so impressed by his intricate designs, and I'm just so thankful for him to let me share in his creativity. Now I'll hand it over to my coworkers to share their answers. This is Doris, editor of American Patchwork and Quilting. I have a jewelry tree that my grandma B made sometime in the 1970s. It was a trendy craft at the time. A backing board was covered with fabric. In my grandma's case, she used a piece of hot pink velvet and a thin plywood board, likely from my grandfather's garage. Then a tree shape is drawn on the fabric or backing and covered by gluing pieces of jewelry, mostly mismatched earrings, baubles, pins, etc. My grandma had this hanging above a desk in their home year round. It was framed without a glass covering, but still in really good shape when it came into my possession. She was my favorite person in the whole world and the one that my creative side comes from. So I treasure the few crafty things I have from her even more. 
A few years ago, I carefully removed it from the warped plywood and rewrapped the velvet around a piece of acid-free foam core. I then framed it behind glass using spacers to create room for the 3D jewelry pieces. I love it so much, and I also display it year-round in a spare bedroom. But during the holidays, it gets moved to a place of prominence in our main living area. My favorite handmade decorations to display over the holidays are, of course, Christmas quilts. I display quilts on my couch year-round, so I simply switch out the non-seasonal quilt with a Christmas quilt. In fact, the very first piece of holiday decor I display this year was my new Christmas quilt. I finished stitching the binding on it over Thanksgiving weekend, gave it a good wash, and put it straight on my couch. It has added a lot of joy to my living room, and it's the perfect size to cuddle up under while watching holiday movies this month. My mom also made me a Christmas wall hanging this year using a holiday fabric panel from Fancy That Design House called Cheer and Merriment. The panel features features titles of beloved Christmas carols in beautiful typography and holiday motifs. We alternated the panel blocks with snowflake blocks, and it is so pretty. Unfortunately, I have been so busy that I haven't had time to quilt it yet. I'm still hoping to find time to quilt it before Christmas, but until then, I've just pinned it on top of my existing wall hanging, which is roughly the same size. It's not ideal, but at least I get to enjoy it until I have time to finish it. I'm hoping I can carve out some time on one of my vacation days since I'm basically done with all of my holiday shopping. If not, I may just need to leave it up until after Christmas and enjoy it a bit longer before packing it up for next year. Hi, Beth here to share my handmade holiday decor. One thing I love to make around the holidays are my yearly quilting ornaments. All year, I save my little scraps from the projects that I've worked on, and then I fill a clear ball ornament with them at the end of the year. These are available in several shapes and sizes at craft stores. So I like to cut my scraps into slightly smaller pieces so they fit into the opening of the ornament really nicely. Plus, I think they look cuter, like a little smaller, kind of like little pieces of confetti. And then fill up the ball. You can fit a surprising amount of scraps inside one. I also like to take a paint pen and write the year and any other pertinent information on the outside of the ornament. It's so much fun to pull them out each year and remember the fabrics I used and quilts I completed that year. These are quick and easy too, and a great way to use those smaller scraps you don't want to throw away. If you're gifting a quilt, I think this would be so cute to include as part of the gift as well. And as far as handmade decor items go, My very favorite is a set of wooden star trees. My grandparents used to make a yearly Santa or holiday decor item and gift them to everyone in the family. My grandpa was a woodworker, so he would cut out the shapes and my grandma painted them. They were a great team and had so much fun making them. They even sold them at craft fairs for a few years. When our family would all get together to celebrate, everyone would open their handmade gift at the same time to reveal the new design for that year. It's such a nice reminder of my grandparents to have these items displayed around my home for the holidays. Over the years, I've made a couple of small holiday projects for myself, such as wall hangings, pillows, and a very simple stocking. 
It wasn't until last year that I actually made larger seasonal quilts in a tree skirt. This year, I'm looking forward to displaying and using those newer projects along with the old. I try to spread my homemade projects around the house, so there's a personal touch in each room. In my sewing room, which is also my guest room, I swap out the bed quilt to something seasonal. Even if I'm not planning on having guests, I like to be able to see some festive color whenever I'm in the room. I also like to hang small items in the upstairs hallway. Even though we don't spend much time upstairs, it's nice to see a splash of holiday color when we pass through. Our main floor gets most of the decorating, which includes handmade wall quilts, pillows, throws, and more, along with purchase decor. I don't have one specific item that I like making or displaying during the holidays, but there's something special about being able to move from room to room and appreciate the things I've made by hand. Hey, it's Lindsay. Let's move on to a handmade or quilty gift we're giving this year, or one we hope to receive. In years past, I've made a lot of handmade gifts to give others, but this year things were just a little too busy. I did get my coworkers a spool of white or a fill thread, and I attached a little tag that says dreaming of a white Christmas. It was nothing fancy, but I know it's something they'll all use. As for a gift I hope to receive, uh, I I bypassed putting things for my sewing room on my list this year, and I just bought gifts for myself. <laughs> so I decided to completely redo my sewing room, and by the new year, I will have all new furniture delivered. So um, I'll definitely be sharing more details in the new year, but sometimes you just have to buy yourself the gift. <laughs> now let's hear more from my coworkers. I'm not making any handmade gifts this year. And as far as I know, I'm not receiving any quilty gifts, but there's always hope for a gift certificate from one of my favorite quilt shops or for long arm quilting. I haven't fi finalized my ideas for handmade gifts this year, but in the past, I've gifted friends and coworkers handmade notebooks stamped with quilt blocks or a little felt scissor holder. I also love to bake and give loaves of homemade gumdrop bread, a tradition on my dad's side of the family. If you're not familiar with gumdrop bread, it's really more of a dessert than a bread. Kind of a cross between a pound cake and a fruit cake, but it's filled with really yummy spiced gumdrops instead of dried fruits and nuts. I know it sounds really strange, but trust me, it's really delicious and it's a tradition, so I just love it. I have a, quite a few quilty gifts on my wish list this year. I love receiving restocks of my favorite sewing notions like thread, needles, and rotary blades in my stocking. This year, I've also asked for some really sharp, thin pins and a new seam ripper. I don't know what it is about seam rippers, but mine always seem to disappear. And on the higher end of my wish list is a portable sewing table from Sew Easy to fit my featherweight machine. I've borrowed my mom's table before at retreats, so I already know I enjoy sewing on it, and I'm sure it will get a lot of use both at home and at quilt retreats. Hi, I'm Beth, and I'm sharing some quilty gifts today. This year, I'm hoping to receive some customized quilt labels. I'm terrible at remembering to label my quilts, so I'm hoping to find some personalized labels in my stocking. My husband hinted at it earlier this year, so I'm excited to see what he picked out. 
And I'm very excited about a quilt I'm making for a gift as well. When my grandparents downsized to a condo, I received 12 cross-stitched 12-inch squares from my grandma. They are all the same in a floral design in shades of blue and just gorgeous. My mom and I thought it would be really fun to make it into a quilt and selected some complementary shades of blue for a simple design. At a recent retreat, I added two and a half inch sashing, cornerstones, and four inch borders and got the quilt top completed. Luckily, 12 blocks is the perfect number for a quilt. I'm excited to quilt it and gift this back to her. I'm not sure what she had planned to make from them originally, but I'm sure she'll be surprised to receive a quilt from her work. She does beautiful handwork, so I'm glad I was able to preserve the blocks in a quilt. And I'm already planning my label for this one so that I can note the details of how this quilt came to be. I love a quilt story, so I want to make sure I have a record on this one. The quilt is very simple, but it means so much that we both got to use our talents for this project that was many years in the making. I'm actually not crafting any items to give to friends and family this year. In years past, I've made ornaments, coasters, pin cushions, and more. This year, I decided to purchase gifts instead of making them because I didn't want the added stress of getting things done in time for the holiday. But when I do make in multiples for gift giving, I like to get started early so I don't feel rushed toward the end. However, fall is usually a busy time for me because my sewing room, which is also my guest room, is often occupied by family on the weekends, so I don't have a lot of time to sew. Plus, I couldn't come up with a gift idea that I was really excited about making this year, so I just didn't pressure myself into working on something. Aside from sewing, I do tend to make cookies every year to give to friends and family. It's always a sense of pride and accomplishment to give gifts that you put your heart and time into, whether they're meant to last a long time or be consumed during the season. Hey, it's Lindsay. We're going to take a quick ad break, but when we come back, we'll be sharing more handmade holiday traditions. Welcome back. Now we'll be sharing our favorite holiday traditions, whether it's quilting related or not. So each year, my family does an advent calendar of their choice. So most people in my family choose a chocolate one, uh, but this year I did go rogue and I got a wine advent calendar for myself. Uh, and I even got my cat one that was filled with cat treats. And then we start a group text to share what we opened in our advent calendar each day. It's such a nice way to stay connected with my family who lives far away, um, and we end up sharing pictures, videos, and other updates happening during the holiday, so it helps me feel like my family is close by and included, um, even when they're not here. Plus, I do love treating myself to a little gift each day. Now let's hear what traditions my coworkers have. I've shared with our readers and listeners before, most recently in the December APQ edit letter, about the gingerbread house tradition my family has had for the past 18 years. It's scheduled for Christmas Eve this year, and I cannot wait. But this year, I started a new one with my sister and any other family members that want to join us, and that is a Christmas baking day to make and decorate cutout sugar cookies. I've loved making them since I was a kid, and there are not too many years that I haven't at least made one batch. Frosted sugar cookies are by far my favorite treat. 
I love to plan activities and outings with friends throughout the whole month of December just to help me get in the Christmas spirit. Lindsay and I went to a wine and cookie tasting event for the second year in a row, which is always delicious and so much fun. I also attended a wreath-making workshop with a friend at a local flower farm. I loved spending the day with a friend, being creative, and now I have a beautiful wreath for my front door. I'm hoping we make it a yearly tradition. But basically, I love any festive activity that allows me to carve out time to spend with friends, especially activities at the beginning of the month, since things always get busy with family gatherings and travel closer to the holidays. Hi, I'm Beth, and one of my favorite holiday traditions is going to see lights around our city with my family. So we usually have several different events we attend. The first one is a drive through light display. We all put on our pajamas, grab a quilt or two, and I make homemade popcorn and hot chocolate. We take our snacks to go and drive through the light display while we eat and cuddle. Another fun event we love to go to is a church near our house always has a display time to music, so we get takeout for dinner and eat in the car while singing along and enjoying the synchronized show. The last one we usually attend is at a local outdoor garden. We get all bundled up and stroll through the paths and view the lights. There's usually a light tunnel or two, and those are always a highlight. Last year was pretty warm, so I was able to wear my light-up holiday blazer, so I fit right in with the decor. It's the perfect way to get into the holiday spirit and spread the cheer throughout the holiday season. Another favorite tradition is gifting stocking stuffers. My extended family decided to just exchange stocking stuffers instead of large gifts, and it's so much fun. I had to sew extra large stockings just to fit all the fun goodies. Regular size stockings just aren't big enough to contain them. Something about multiple small, thoughtful, or goofy gifts is just more fun than one large one. We sit around with our stockings and take turns opening our stocking stuffers. And I know not everyone wraps these tiny gifts in stockings, but we think it's much more fun that way. I shop year-round for these little gifts, and every time I see something I think a family member would like, I purchase it and tuck it away. Then when I start shopping for the holidays, I find my stash of presents to see what I have for everyone already. I also keep a list on a notes app on my phone with little things I think of or things people mention throughout the year so I can reference that when shopping. My dad always includes a few scratch-off lottery tickets for everyone. After we scratch off the tickets, whoever won the most gets all the rest of the winning tickets. I don't recall anyone winning more than $10 on a ticket, but it's still a thrill every time one of us wins. My favorite thing about celebrating the holiday with my family is the way we make a whole day out of opening presents and eating good food. To start the morning, we blow a horn to wake everyone up and gather in the living room. Everyone must stay in their cozy pajamas. We then all move to the family room where stockings are distributed. After we finish opening our stockings simultaneously, we get dressed and have breakfast. Then we start opening presents under the tree. One present is opened at a time. The person who finishes opening a present then picks one to give to the next person and so on. It's fun to see what each person has been given rather than everyone opening things at the same time. 
Inevitably, opening presents can take all morning and afternoon, so we take a break partway through to eat snacks and enjoy some charcuterie before diving back in. There are typically only six people at our family holiday gatherings, and we don't have other houses to visit, so it's a very fun and intimate affair. The day can definitely get long, but it's a once a year activity that's special to our family. Hey, it's Lindsay. Our last topic we're exploring today is how we make time to sew during the busy holiday season. So during the holidays, I seem to spend more time doing handwork than sewing with my machine. And I think that's because I can make progress while watching movies or spending time with family. And I did happen to get a quilt hand quilted and uh, bound the last few weeks, which was very relaxing. Um, but I was craving time in my sewing room to start a brand new project. So I actually took a day off of work last week so I could dive into it. I was just feeling this burst of creativity and I needed to honor that by making time for it. I did end up working longer hours to take that extra day off of work, but it was worth it for just how refreshed and inspired I felt from my sewing time. Let's see what other tips my coworkers have for making time to sew. This is such a priority for me. It's a challenging time of year for many of us, myself included, and my anxiety can get supercharged if I'm not careful. One of the best ways for me to calm my anxious thoughts is by keeping my hands busy in a creative pursuit. I make sure that every evening I carve out a little time to sew or to stitch. And taking a project along with me can be useful if I find myself waiting somewhere. Doesn't everyone get anxious when they have to wait in line or spend a lot of time in a waiting room? Make use of that time waiting by pulling out a project and making a little progress. If I'm honest, I don't do much quilting leading up to the holidays. In the month of December, most of my creativity goes towards decorating my house, wrapping presents, or baking. I do enjoy working on small projects like embroidery or cross-stitch, after the busyness of the holidays, though. I love that these types of projects are portable, so I can pack them in my luggage when visiting family or cozy up on the couch for a relaxing night in. If I do have a quilting deadline to finish before the holidays, I find it really helpful to plan some crafting time with friends and family. This way we can keep each other motivated while also enjoying each other's company. Plus, it's really fun to make a whole afternoon of it with seasonal snacks and holiday movies playing in the background. I love to put on old favorites that I've already seen dozens of times like Elf or Christmas Vacation. That way we don't get too distracted from our crafting. Beth here. During the holidays, I'm typically pretty busy traveling and prepping for all those meals and hosting, so I don't get a ton of time for sewing. I do find I have a lot of time in the car though, so I try to make the most of that time. So I can work on small handwork projects if the roads are smooth enough. Small embroidery projects are perfect for car travel. They're also easily toted into hotels and relatives' houses. So if I have a little bit of downtime, I can pull them out and do a little bit of stitching without too much setup. I also like to save hand stitching binding for times when I know I'll be traveling since I can do that in the car as well. And bonus for winter travel, you get to have a cozy quilt to cuddle up in the car while working on it. This works best for smaller quilts since the space is somewhat limited. 
I have definitely been binding a quilt for a gift on the way to the holiday celebration. Nothing like a hard deadline to get that project completed. Overall, though, I try not to put too much pressure on myself to sew during this time. I know after the holidays in January and February, I'll have much more free time and be able to enjoy the process more when I'm not stressed about other things as well. Have a fantastic holiday season. When making gifts for the holidays, I always start early. Typically, I like to start in the fall so I have plenty of time to sew and or shop without feeling rushed. If I'm making in multiples, then I try to do the same step for each project at the same time. For me, that seems less daunting than making one whole project straight through and then doing another and another. In my day-to-day life, I'm a highly organized and schedule-oriented person, so it's no surprise that I treat the holidays the same way. I want to be able to cozy up and relax during December and enjoy the season, rather than stress about buying and making gifts. If I can have everything done by December 1st, with the exception of wrapping and baking, then I know I can have a stress-free holiday. Hey, it's Lindsay. Thanks to all my coworkers for sharing details of their holidays. And thanks to you all for spending some time with us this holiday season. Our listeners are just the best gift we could get. I'll chat with you all next week.